This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. All right, Butters, before we start the show, we're going to tell you about Bet Online. March has arrived, and we're only weeks away from the big tournament. Yes, guys. That tournament. Uh Which tournament? The tournament, guys. The big one. Make sure to head to Bet Online and open an account today to get in on their $100,000 Bracket Madness contest starting on the Ides of March, March 15th. And remember. The like PGA Players Tournament? No, no, no. Mike, it's the big basketball tournament. How big? Guys, it's the big tournament. Oh, the NBA playoffs. Cool. Okay. So not the NBA playoffs. It's the big tournament. I mean, that is the big tournament. That's the biggest basketball tournament I can think of. Remember, also, the NBA and XFL are still going on. So whatever your passion is, betonline.ag is the place for all your betting needs. Jamel and I have both been betting on their re- on the regular. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner, BetOnline, to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account. And make sure to use the promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word, for your 50% sign-up bonus. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Showtime, baby. Yo, this is Al from Select Vintage Brooklyn, and you're listening to Air Buds Podcast, the best fucking sports podcast. You better turn that shit on. You heard it here. Cretans. Uh, my name's Jamel. I'm Peter. My name's Mike Banner. Yeah, you freaks. Happy basketball, babies. We're Happy back. Basketball. Bien, baloncesto. Mwah. Basketball is alive and well. It is, for some reason. It's like the coronavirus. It just keeps getting more and more. I don't like it. Popular. Stop. Turn back. Turn back. You on think that. the coronavirus is getting popular? Yeah, man. That's not what that means. It's super hip. Popular. Uh-huh. Only old people get it. Is Mike Bloomberg popular by the same definition? I want to be popular. <laughs> like if everyone hates Learn. you. Thank you. Hey, I'm with you. There we go. You. I'm with you. Jamal and I have both sung Wicked now. Yeah, this this podcast yeah. is officially over. Peace um, to uh, Kristen Chenoweth. Come on the show. That's right. We'll have you on the pod anytime. So Kristen Chenoweth, come on Air Buds right now. We will exclusively talk to you about Pushing Daisies. Come on I the show. I want to talk to her about uh, Aaron Spelling. Not Aaron Spelling. Aaron, Aaron Spelling? Sorkin Tell us about crack. your relationship <laughs> to Aaron Spelling. Yeah. 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 Have you smoked crack with either Aaron Spelling or What was Aaron your callback for 90210 like, Kristen Chenoweth? Aaron Sorkin is the Aaron Spelling of bad uh, political dramas. Uh, Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> a show about basketball <laughs> yeah, somehow, <seriously>. some way. <laughs> yeah. Guys, we have a very special guest with us today. Uh, he is a actor, a screenwriter, and currently an active mystery writer. Dun, Please dun, welcome dun. the author of the Bill Walton Mysteries, 
James Kirkland. Yay! Thank you. Happy basketball. Thank you, gentlemen. Happy for basketball me on. to you. Thank you, guys. Thank you for coming on. Oh, it's Thank an honor and a pleasure. So much. Um, yeah. Super stoked to be here. Talking hoops, talking books. Yeah, tell and, us uh, about how I combine both. Yeah, I think uh, you're. I, I have not read the new book yet. It's okay. Um, it doesn't come out until tomorrow, Tuesday. Uh, but it is uh, Bill Walton solving a murder mystery. Correct. Book two of the Bill Walton mysteries picks up where Bill Book one oh left off. Um, book one was with. Bill Walton and Dave Pash calling the Pac-12 tournament in Seattle. Oh, my gosh. Of course. And um, one of Bill's old teammates approaches him with a problem. Fictional? Yes. Okay. His uh, daughter's been ki kidnapped. Can't go to the police. Can't go to the FBI. It's up to Walton and Pash to solve the mystery. And I'm not going to give any spoilers on book one, but that's the pitch that's there. That's all you need to know. And, uh, and book two, as promised in book one, starts in Hawaii. <laughs> the Maui Invitational. Are they calling the Maui <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Is that, it's Listen, and, uh, and this is the book one end, and it's just a sentence like, oh, by the way, the next book is in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it says the Bill Walton mysteries will continue in Hawaii. Wow. Yes, you're right in Hawaii. Uh, we have two ads playing on this, um, but you're about to experience what we call the Airbuds Bump Baby. Everyone who is listening to this podcast, especially on the Patreon, you guys should buy this book. You should stop what you're doing right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's kind of my, my pitch, guys. If you like basketball, and marijuana, yep. you're, on a you're show gonna called probably <laughs> like this book. Yeah. So yeah. I, uh, I mean, um, I, I'm not, I'm no one. I'm not gonna give away anything about the second book because the plot it is a, it's a serious mystery. I love, you know, Harry Bosch and Jack Reacher and these kind of like airport sure. thrillers that really have good mysteries that you can sink teeth into. I was just talking just like about very Bosch Raymond Chandler. Earlier. Like, yeah. a friend was like, we need to read the Bosch books because they are fantastic. Bosch uh, yeah. almost had me. I almost was watching. Bosch. I thought it was starring Chris Bosch, and I yeah, that's yeah. what brought oh. me. And then, <laughs> honestly, it was only because I uh, I went to a taco place that I saw in the pilot. That feels like the expanded MCU of your Bill Bill Walton mysteries. Yeah. Is like a Bosch series where he just keeps getting confused for the other Bosch. Right, but he has to. Then he starts just. But he has to the solve the mysteries. Right. Yeah. He just gets. And he's got in time, there. and he's got money. You right. Know? He's still like he's still getting paid for the heat, or like it's you just know. like playing piano at a jazz bar, kind of a little drunk. Yeah, loves jazz. Oh my gosh. I think Chris Bosch might actually love jazz. He strikes me as a guy who. Yeah. yeah. When yeah. you're writing the Bill Walton character, how much of it are you pulling from your experience of Bill Walton or all of our experience and how much is coming from kind of your own I mean, I never met him. I've only known him through the TV and the broadcasts that he does. But at the same time, I feel like I've known him my whole life. Like, it's just like he's he's always kind of the same. Like, Walton is great because he's so earnestly excited about the things he's excited about, basketball. You know, the full the court Grateful press, Dead. the big man, yeah. the Grateful Dead, Neil Young. God, does he love the Viking, Grateful Dead. The Pac-12, <laughs> everything in this ball. Like, like, give me something. Uh, give me something to be excited about, and I'll do a build. Sour Patch Kids. Sour Patch Kids. Unbelievable, the taste <laughs> explosion in your mouth. It's both sour and sweet at the same time. Yin and yang marching together as one, and everything is one. One song, one dream. Here we go, Pac-12. That is the best Bill Walton impression I've ever heard. Can you do Bill one? Hold Walton. on, wait. Can you do one for uh, DMX getting out of jail? DMX free at last. Finally, the charges were dropped. The, his his debt to society has been paid. Please let the man live. He's an incredible musician. He's brought happiness to millions. Pac-12. Here we go, Missoula floods. Let the dog eat. <laughs> 
Bill Walton ranting about DMX getting out of jail is like the most on-brand Airbuds <laughs> thing possible, I think. Where the hood, where the hood, where the hood at? Come on, raise up DMX one time. Uh, oh, man. Okay, you I think we end the podcast now, right? <laughs> yeah, like the entire so, series. Yeah. By the, the book, good night. Uh, you mentioned uh, Hawaii. Yes. Marijuana. Yes. Is Don Nelson involved in, in book two? You know, I said I wasn't going to give any spoilers, guys. But here you are. You're putting on the gotcha question. I mean, I, is, look, I can put two it, and two yeah, together. I hope so. <laughs> I will say this. If you read the book and Don Nelson is not there in the book giving a joint to Bill Walton, you can have your money back. All right. That's not- Because, <laughs> hey. I mean, yeah, it is the perfect. It's a He is a Miami Vice character now, Don Nelson. And, like... He's yeah. got the slick back hair and the chains, the fog and he father. owns the marijuana farm. Yeah. Does he? Yeah. What's he? What, what is Don Nelson smoking? Did you, you think he's just an indica guy? Nelly Kush. It's he's called got, Nelly Kush? He's got a brand called Nelly Kush. He literally grows and sells his own marijuana now in Hawaii. Yeah. That's the only thing I want to smoke. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe you didn't know this. How what? am I breaking this news to you? Yeah. I mean, because I get high all the time. I wasn't thinking about <laughs> checking the reports. <laughs> he grew his hair long and greases it back. He's got an earring. chains like a rapper. I know he's got an earring, right? Did yeah. he pierce his joint? Yeah. No, I mean, I'm... Yeah, the game changed him, man. The Cannonetta wow. boys. For, <laughs> for the better, for sure. He quit. He was like a, he was he he was like an alcoholic, and marijuana got him to stop drinking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's way chilled out. He's wearing puka shell necklaces. He's going <laughs> to the Jack dream. Johnson concerts. Yeah. Like that's wild. He's probably friends with Jack Johnson. Like that, no, that whole community out there in Maui is definitely you know where I want to be. It's why I spent a year imagining Bill Walton solving mysteries there because it was pleasant. That's yeah. amazing. Guys, you got to buy James's book uh, to get Fire, to Hawaii guess, so we so can go to Hawaii. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I want to keep writing these books for a thousand years, but people do uh, need to buy the book. Uh, first one's called A Friend of the Devil. I should say that. Second one called Fire on the Mountain. So search that up on Amazon. Sounds and... like a volcano <laughs> might be in play. Hey, wait uh, a second. <laughs> I still got the old volcano with the dial. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I got one of those. Good it's for vintage. You. Yeah, the bags are so precarious. The bags are difficult. Yeah, but if you get it working, it's amazing. It's truly amazing. It is a lot of work to do. It feels like you're kind of earning it, though. At the end of the day, they really. I'm sorry. I'm watching. <laughs> they're just featuring all the arena employees dancing. Sorry, that's pretty uh, fun. Um, yeah, I feel like the bags make you look um, like you're poor <laughs> like having the bags lying around your apartment is just like makes your you look bad for some reason no it's true no matter how clean your apartment is if there's just loose bag like if you don't have them like tucked away it just feels yeah. like your place looks and you really can't like roll it up yeah, and yeah. fold it because otherwise you're just gonna rip it so it just has to like be laying on top no, of something there's no cool way to store or keep a volcano which is a big problem in europe i think they've pulled it off because you go to like coffee shops in amsterdam and they'll be having the thing and set up you can just kind of have a little volcano and take your weed and do that. And it feels right. Because it's a German company. The volcano is from Germany originally. Which I don't think are German smoking weed. No, but they're very dialed in. They're like, it, the temperature has to be perfect. <laughs> yeah. I, I, have you ever tried like to just turn a volcano on sans bag? Like, I just want to have my apartment be full of weed. I feel like that's like, it's like an empty microwave. Oh, you mean, oh, sans bag and just Yeah, like, like I'm just, I just hit the fucking switch and, then and just let that thing loose. Paper. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. a bad idea. I mean, it's worth a try. I might try it. Peter's got that little sound booth in his apartment. Yeah, you could vape that out. You could probably 
hotbox that. You want to want to hotbox the booth? Yes. It might take like an ounce yes. to like fill a closet full of. Not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's for science. This is yeah, an experiment. I'll so. get that done. <laughs> Beautiful. I also want to say uh, the fact that Jamel has never seen Bosch is the most off-brand thing. I was no, about don't, to say. Don't, hold on, wait. Let me be clear. I have seen Bosch season one. I have seen all, all right, of season okay. one. This I kind of fell off. I kind of fell off the track somewhere in the middle of season two. James, if you Didn't, don't know, you, Jamel, you had a feeling and you could let go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like procedurals, okay? You just are finding this out. And, but, this is meeting you. Yeah, might be the final step in my life. That's okay, it. great. Let's this put it all together. <laughs> Bill Moulton, Solving Crimes. Fuck, I dream about this. I mean, and uh, I'm here to pitch you guys. If you guys want to join, if you have an idea for a mystery book taking place in the world of basketball, Ooh, please join. I, as far as I know, I'm Blue Ocean right now. Where I, this is oh, the New only York thing. Undercover. You got to do uh, uh, Mark Jackson and uh, Jeff Van Gundy going oh, undercover. Oh, I like this. Yeah, I like this. Jeff like Breen's. They're like captain. Is like yeah. Get in here, Van Gundy. Bang! <laughs> Get your ass. yeah. Like he's yelling at them. And then they just like go to like Harlem with wigs on. <laughs> Who is Jeff and Gundy, Gundy in the uh, the Lethal Weapon world? I think he Pesci. Pesci? The obvious answer yeah. is Pesci, yeah. but I don't think he is Pesci. He's a, is he Danny Glover's daughter? I think he might be. Chris, <laughs> I think he's Chris Rock. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Late entrant, of course. But sure. Yeah. He gets uh, to fuck the daughter. That's true, yeah. So, and all we right. all know he's horny uh, for, all the time. For, uh, yeah, and all the time. Yeah. I, I, I always think about him being horny for Rihanna. Yeah, that was an all-time moment in an all-time series. Yeah. He was like, stop everything that's happening and everyone look at Rihanna right now. James, do you recall this? Ben Gundy? It was like game four of the NBA oh, yeah. Finals. I think it was the year the Cavs won. Key, yeah. yeah, it was 2016. Jeff Van Gundy uh, got hard on TV. <laughs> and Call your doctor. Mark Jackson is trying to like commentate for the game, and Jeff Van Gundy's like, shut the fuck up. Rihanna just walked by. Oh, my God. And he like derails like the, the commentating for a good yeah. 30 seconds. He turned into just, Jim Carrey. In the mask. Honorable mention to um, Doris Burke and Lisa Salters for just uh, having fat butts after all these years. Uh, <laughs> if you did a thing, I would like to see some sort of hustlers thing. Yeah, oh, Lisa Salters. Day. Oh, yeah. yeah. Happy <laughs> International Women's <laughs> Day from hey. the Airbuds. Hey, look. Whatever. What am I supposed <laughs> to do? What am I not supposed to no. talk about Lisa Salters' ass cheeks? I'd fucking risk it off or. For, for Doris? For I Doris. mean, Doris, yeah. I feel like, needs to have her own franchise. She could be just a single-handed lady, kind of like um, oh, sure. private eye, kind yeah. of on her own. Yeah. You know. I feel like she's more kind of like, yeah, like even James Bond type a little bit, where yeah. she's kind of sliding in and out of international intrigue. Right, and it's almost the perfect cover. You're going around the country, sure. you know, covering these games, taking meetings, solving crimes, you know, performing what the government needs to do. And at the end of the day, still being a professional, still doing the the work on field goal percentages for the Cleveland Cavaliers playing the, the San Antonio Spurs. But I like actually, fun. I think I like I like Chinea Gumake as a young. We do like a James Bond reboot, mm. lady reboot, international women reboot, the FIBA then, World Cup, and maybe then like make, in make, in Ukraine uh, or something like uh, that, or Ken, in Kendrick in Perkins. Slovakia. Yeah, I got something way better than that. <laughs> Kendrick Perkins is odd job. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
Send in Big Perk. (laughs) That's good because he he throws a basketball towards a hoop like Ajab throws a shoe. So that's like a good... uh, Can he shoot the entire thing while on his knees with (laughs) with shoes taped to them? (laughs) Yes. Perfect. Short answer, yes. Um, Yeah, I think uh, Chanae would be great in like a Kingsman reboot. Mm. Like in the... What is his name? Taron Egerton or whatever in that role. The Kingsman? Yeah. Daddy Kingsman? No. He's baby Kingsman. Soon to be Daddy Kingsman? Ascending to Father Kingsman? Yeah. Like, um, you mean the sideline reporters of, or is just a cover, and it's always been this click of secret agents, all sideline reporters. Oh, that's cool. This that is the secret society of, like, the sideline reporters? Yeah, kind of like, actually like Chris Zoolander, where the, all the male models were the assassins throughout time, all sideline reporters have been involved in espionage. Wait, is the, is the Fox... Like football dude's name, also Chris Matthews. What's that guy's name? What football robot? The football. <laughs> yeah, the football his name robot. is Cletus. The <laughs> no, football no, no. robot's name is Cletus. <laughs> the is? announcer, Chris. Yeah. Yes. yeah, I think oh, that's man. that's confirmed. Wow. I'm looking it up. Um, no, Chris Matthews was the the hardball guy. Yeah, I know he's the hardball dude, but isn't there also Chris Matthews? I don't know, man. Announcer. I don't watch football. Yeah, we talk about basketball. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, yeah. Who's up. your Who's your team in real life? The Trailblazers. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. obviously. I mean, here. Like at the, yeah. yeah, we have the. And you got the yeah. wall. Oh, look yeah. at that. Yeah. yeah. He's got. He's got. Oh, the, there. The, the pinwheel on my arm. arm. Yeah. He's got a huge contingent of uh, of of Trailblazer listeners and followers. Portland um, runs deep. Oh yeah, yeah. We love our team, and I, I, I mean, I got this tattoo in Amsterdam, and I got it before we got the number one pick to take Greg Oden. So this is what this was like a nader of the franchise at that time. We like Whoa. like Roy's knees were creaking out already, and we were unsure. But the it's jail been a great. Blazers were a long time in the past. Yeah, I mean, I love the Jailblazers. I didn't have problems. I, I was a teenager, so I identified with their rebellious nature, and I didn't understand why the white suburban people were like, "This is bad and bad for basketball and society." And I was like, "This is great," and I love Rasheed Wallace, and Rasheed I'll do anything Wallace for him. Is the fucking and you know, God. and Rasheed Wallace work. was proved right a lot of times. You know, the uh, ref he chased out to confront at the loading dock it was the ref it was donaghy wow really yeah so it was like he was right he was he was seeing the pattern of the matrix and we just didn't understand at the time right yeah she was right hashtag she was right have you guys seen this ad with donaghy recently what i keep seeing like a like an instagram ad for like some show that he's like giving an interview on America's next top ref. Yeah, he's like talking about his mob ties. <laughs> oh my god, Donaghy can fucking eat a gun. What a piece of shit that guy is. Yeah, like, just to just to to be that. He's not even he's not even slimy. He wants to be slimy. He's like he's a fake mobbed up guy. Like he yeah. he's trying to project that he's got these ties. He doesn't. He's just a little fucking Anyways, the perfect guy yeah. you can get to fix a game. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And the, you have to say the refereeing has been terrible this year in the NBA. Just like like almost every year, it's always bad. I think we've noticed it more because there's been more kind of the coaches challenge and there's more replays than there's ever been. So yeah. like 
for no it's reason. It's like the system's gotten worse, and the refereeing has also gotten worse. I've like never seen helping. a challenge be successful. Why do they even have Stotts it? had a couple successful ones, but it didn't affect the game. It would be like in the first quarter. Right. And it'd be like, I think oh, he he has, he's like in the lead with most Because really, he would just listen to Dame. Because yeah. Dame would be like, and Ter- and Stotts would be like, yeah, I'll listen. Yeah. And whatever Dame says, yeah, we're, we're challenging. I mean, Dame is consistently right. Yes. There absolutely. has to be a world where you still have people making calls, but also the NBA in Secaucus has someone watching a game like everyone else who can just buzz you and be like, actually, no. Right. It should be one dude who's 25 with an yeah. Xbox controller. And he's like, watched all the games. And he's, and he's got like, all the angles of everything. He's like, no. Nope. Yeah, has to... we trust him. Yeah. You're just like, all right. Brian is the ref for everything. If Brian, like, we're all just like, fuck Brian. Yeah. How do you decide who's Brian, though? What do we, does the blogs vote Brian in? Or I think we need, like, five Brians. Because one Brian will just go. The power will, yeah. the power that will go to yeah, his head. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolute power absolute corrupts. Power corrupts. Become yeah, Dr. Exactly. Manhattan of the refs. Exactly. Yeah, so I'm tired of these games. Of They're silly little scores. <laughs> we don't need to play the game. I decide who wins. <laughs> Basketball is better on <laughs> Jupiter. I know who wins. I'll just tell you. <laughs> Alright, buds. We're going to take a quick break to tell you about Untuck It. Ever wonder why traditional button-ups look so long and baggy? No. Because they're meant to cover the naked butt. <laughs> well, maybe because otherwise they would never be meant to worn that way. Like with pants, Mike, they're super long. Untucked shirts were specifically designed to be worn untucked. No matter your size or shape, their shirts are the perfect untucked length. With more than 50 fit combinations, untucked shirts look great on tall, short, slim, and athletic guys of all ages. None don't, of our listeners. Yeah, <laughs> no, definitely not us. Don't worry. Yeah. Don't just take my word for it. Try Untuck It for yourself. Visit untuckit.com and use the promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word, for 20% off your first order. They've even got free shipping and returns on all orders in the United States of America. That is untuckit.com, promo code BLUEWIRE for 20% off. Back to the show. So you're a Blazers fan, uh, yeah. which uh, is good because the Blazers are currently uh, maybe on the path back to the playoffs. It's been a roller coaster of a season. And for me, as a Blazer fan, I've had my heart broken re- and bro- rebroken so many times that you kind of come to a really a sense of peace with how it's all going to go. I enjoy the ups and the downs. Not one of these guys are like, we're bad. What are we doing? I'm like, we're yeah, we're not going to win the championship probably, but we've had a lot of cool stories. Melo's been a cool story. You know, Whiteside's had a great time. Dame has that streak of like two weeks where he was beating the world and they still gave player of the month to LeBron. Mm. And it was like, oh, that stung, but you know, whatever. CJ's good. I mean, we traded away a lot of our defense in the offseason, which was turned out to be Harkless uh, and Aminu really hurt you guys. Yeah, they we yeah, they were good defenders. Yeah. Harkless, uh he he deserves more respect. Oh, I can't I love believe Marks. the Clippers got rid of him also. Like it like he's a valuable vet that is a great contributor. I like couldn't the, tell why because he does. He was the same position as Paul George, and they're like, well, we're just gonna give Paul George. Or would you? Would you rather I think have? Tried him. to get Kawhi to talk too much. <laughs> Kawhi, man, what do you think about this? Do you see this article in, in Vanity Fair? Kawhi was like, get him out. I can't. Hey, Kawhi, I saw Knives Out. It was really good. What do you think of Knives Out, dude? Kawhi, I saw the uh, best jerk man. chicken recipe. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Nothing else makes sense. Yeah, about that because he was. I think that move. 
kind of sealed the Clippers' fate. Harkless and they lost today. Was like mm-hmm. or, uh, the Clippers were like fifteen and oh when Harkless would score ten or ten or ten or more points. Yeah, and, like that's, that's every like, team with Mo Harkless. That was I feel like the year. fate of the Blazers yes. was. All right, are you getting twenty five points out of Harkless and Aminu this game? Then you're probably gonna win. Yeah. yeah. And then we just got we just realized oh but then the playoffs the guys will just sag off those two dudes and be like yeah. all right guys you shoot score thirty on us and it's like oh man this is tough I don't yeah. want to watch this but you know getting Carmelo was uh the Melo was a fun, fun story fun. for a little bit yeah it's, I think it's still a fun story hot take dude he had thirty the other day on us don't yeah. make the playoffs this year you want us to get the draft picks I want everyone to just take us take a summer off rest up yeah like don't get just. Don't get whooped by the Lakers in five games. But I could, but but we do kind of match up well against the Lakers. We did beat them after the Kobe game. I know there's emotional, you know, ripples still, you know, affecting the players. But I'm just like, it would be fun to see just see Dame versus LeBron, and then see, you know, and and see if Melo can have like a throwback performance a couple games against his old buddy. And uh, that would be, I mean, I would be down for that too. Either outcome is cool with me. Like, I just yeah. love the Blazers no matter what. Just don't move the team to Seattle. This is a oh, terrible, yeah, this is an up. awful draft coming up, like, by all by all accounts, right? Like, everyone agrees, like, there's no real winner in this draft. And you guys would get, what, the, like, 12th pick? Like, it's, why yeah. not go to the playoffs? Why not make a push? Yeah, I mean, who else? I mean, it's going to be Memphis or it's going to be, um, you know, they, they've got a tough schedule. Pelicans. Or Orlando. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, Pelicans. New Orleans. Um, and they look incredible. We match up terribly against them. We've had to, we play the Pelicans every night. We lose every night. Yeah, but they've got too much youth, I think. Like, I would yeah. I would take Dame and CJ's, like, experience yeah. and veteran nature over – it's Zion. really boils bull- down to our Bosnian beast coming back. Come I was about on, to Nurk. say. Yeah, come on, yeah. Nurk. Come on, on the, big Nurk. The broken yeah. leg. Anything to get him from uh, being a uh, sideline, uh, like, jester. Because <laughs> he'd be doing too – he's too big to be acting like that, dude. You can't be the biggest guy in the building and you're, like, trying to pour water on people. Giving you're people just, extra elbows. You're just elbows. a bully, man. Yeah, yeah, it's just a bit much. Yeah, you're like everyone's older brother who's a little too rough. He does have a Dwight Howard quality to him. Whoa, whoa, sir! <laughs> <laughs> I demand a retraction. Where he's like joking around, and he's like, "I'm the I'm the team clown," but everyone's just kind of like, "You're the team annoying guy." No, but like, I think people really actually do like Nurk. Like, I think no, Dame like Dame and likes Dame him. are like best friends, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's Dame's like best friends with everybody on the team. <laughs> That's true. I feel like Dame might be the best person in the league. Yeah, most like, consistent. Just doesn't get flustered. I've never seen the man like sweat. Even when he's sweating, he's not sweating. It's just he's just it's always steady Eddie. He's no matter what the game, the situation, steady Eddie knows the place. And he also is a, you know, is a showman. He does step it up when the lights are bigger. And it's just it's been a joy and a just a I, to have him and watch his whole career and hear him talk about loyalty and how it's so important to him and how he doesn't want to look for trades. He wants to make the Blazers win or that's it. It's just yeah. like it's the best. Yeah, that, that episode of uh, Knuckleheads is pretty good. Yes, he just did it this past week. If you guys haven't I've seen it yet, it. pretty good. Just a lot of stories that are just like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. I'm <laughs> I'm just gonna continue to just do what i want like he played on the the bad aau team in oakland <laughs> and he was getting recruited by the good one he's like no uh i've been selling candy with these fools for years these are my guys yeah and then like uh same way he chose weber state and then uh he has a good like uh combine like a good camp like the first day he crushes it and his agent was like you don't need to do anything day two and he just like was like no i'm, I'm doing every drill i'm not about to and he just had like a better day 
I love when someone that is addicted to self sabotage actually makes it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like Dave like, is actively. You just described like every choices. wrong decision he should have made. <laughs> along the way. Yeah, because he stands on principle, and somehow it still works. Yeah, like yeah. usually you're like, I'm standing on principles, and it's like, oh, you're gonna die on that hill, and it's not gonna be pretty. Like, Don't but. you know anything that's ever happened in the world ever? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, but his principles are, he's, he is such a, just a principled dude and uh, pretty good rapper as well, you know. The, I think he gets a lot of credit for, for how, that, but. Uh, how did you feel about the All-Star performance? I, it was a bad performance in general. Well, to be yeah. fair, he was playing basketball for the last six months. Like, he wasn't in his, in like, you know, mid-season form of rapping. Yeah, you know, he, he was, was in the basketball. Off. He needed a couple you, more open mics. But yeah, I think you hear a lot of like, Dame is, He's not just a basketball player that raps. He's an actually good rapper. And I would say, well, he's maybe one of the best basketball players that rap, <laughs> but he's not he's not an actually great rapper. My brother yeah. went to go see his concert in Portland and said that he like uh Dame's cousin opened up for him who was just like so gangster. And all of, like the white people in the crowd were like, oh, I'm a little scared. <laughs> Where's Damien? <laughs> I need to be safe with my Damien. <laughs> I went to I do like that. Did I ever tell you guys about the time I went to a fucking Portlandia live show? No. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was a Portlandia live show in DC. And I had my Greg Oden Trailblazers yeah. jersey yes, on. Yes, I had one too. And they and this is when Lamarcus Aldridge was still on the team. Mm. And they had done some bit with him, like they were like showing some sketches. Mm -hmm. And Carrie Brownstein walks out, and also I'm the only black guy within inside. 15 miles. Yeah, of DC? the building. Yeah. Uh, just they had all they all went to the other quadrant. <laughs> Every, like, yeah. Nobody is black around anywhere. Fred Emerson and Carrie Brownstein showed up and. Every other black person was like, we're going to Maryland for the weekend. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Hey, yeah. And like, she comes out, this sold out show, 930 Club. She's like, uh, anybody here like basketball? The building silence. is silent. <laughs> One voice. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It's written because you were wearing a fucking jersey. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yo, y'all should have paid me. I'm making this bit look really good. Yeah. And then Man. nobody knew who Lamarcus Aldridge was, and I you're just like, the only uh, person laughing. Like, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, get me out of here, man. Yeah, who, the worst. Who's the best basketball sketch comedian? Uh, Charles Barkley hosted SNL one time. A couple so times. you have oh, to say he's yeah. he's Barkley. in the sketch Hall of Fame. Yeah, uh, yeah. Even though a lot of times he like never knew any of his lines. I feel you like Chuck's done him. SNL at least twice. Really? Probably more. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, I just remember. I think he wore a dress in one sketch. And yeah, that's he, did all one. I he did yeah. the one. He did the. He did the bit with. Yeah, the Gap Girls. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That's pretty good. And then we got yeah, Lamarcus Aldridge. And is, is there anyone else? I guess LeBron. Kind. You could maybe. You got to count. He tell. He hosted SNL. Count it. He hosted SNL. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. You don't remember when they did the High School Musical three bit? No. Where all of his songs were about, uh, like fucking Beck Bennett's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember that? <laughs> I, that was that. It was that recent that Beck was on. Well, okay, I just Beck was naming. It's been on for. Yeah, I was honestly. Yeah. I was just. I was just naming the first white guy I could get my hands <laughs> on. It could have been any of them, but it was, the it. point was he's just rapping about fucking somebody's girlfriend. I need to see this. I that's a pretty that. good bit. That's yeah. that's the one that stood out to me. Uh, who else? Who else? Good sketch. Uh, Nick Young is kind of funny, but I've never seen him in a sketch. I like he did some him. stuff with Kevin Hart that was funny. Oh yeah, I could. I would like to see him and Matthew Delavadova have like a two man show just to see what they could do. <laughs> we gotta I give. Think they'd have some chemistry. They gotta. We gotta include Blake. I'm sorry. 
I don't oh, want yeah. to, but we have to. Include yeah, Blake. it's funny how I forgot, but he was like really taking improv classes and doing oh stand up. Yeah. And he's like, I'm a funny guy. And it was Intern like, at Funny like, or Die. Right. That's and it was, it's a bit like, yeah. okay, you're, a, it's a, kind of like you're a good rapper for basketball. Like, okay, you're kind of funny for a basketball player. But he's like, it's weird when hugely handsome jocks are like, now I'll also be funny. And it's, it's like, like yeah. oh, man. Yeah, then DeAndre We're Jordan. Do a sketch for the talent show. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, man. guys. Um, I, the fact that he quote unquote interned at Funny or Die is like just makes me angry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just, by intern, you mean did a, four videos about Subway sandwiches and, and probably, got probably got like, paid two hundred eighty thousand yeah, dollars for like a day's worth of work. Credit from them. <laughs> 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 like he took the spot of someone who needed a foot into the like, industry. Okay, I'm just leaving the Ohio University, and this is my one chance to move to L.A. and make something. No, Blake Griffin got it? Okay, cool. Yeah, Thank you very much. Welcome to Hollywood. Yeah. Guess what? Blake Griffin got it. <laughs> yeah, they gave it to Blake, bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's lesson one. You better know Blake gonna get it. There's probably some, like, short, ugly dude who, like, went out for parts that Blake Griffin got. <laughs> and it's like, fucking Blake Griffin. It's like, like no, man, you're just I short and ugly. Room. Yeah, I turned right back around. Uh, I believe last week, guys, I was mocked for saying that Dion Waiters would be joining the Lakers. So well, I, think, I didn't. I didn't mock it. Like it seemed like it was going to happen. I just don't think they should have done it. But it. Hey, fuck it. After they beat the Clippers today, sure. Did he play? No, he did not play. He As, did look high on the bench. Yes, he though. did look very high. He looked like he had acclimated very quickly too. He celebrated. His, so he's found his, his role. Yeah. 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 They made uh, him and Jr. Smith have a smoke off. <laughs> to see who was going to get the spot. Is he that went like doctor420.com immediately and uh, got his medical? Yeah, they're like, who's got the who, recommendation? Who and is like, like we don't need this anymore. Is that like a? Is that like Doug Benson, like the referee? How do they even know? Is the goal to smoke? What's who wins? Doug Benson is the trainer of the Lakers now. Who right? doesn't sleep? Is yeah, like is he like the Jay Glazer of like getting NBA players stoned as fuck? Yeah, I think what happens is you have to do a three point contest. While high. While, while high and whoever throws up first doesn't get the job. Yeah, that's going to be volcano the... and then take to the racks. Money ball. If you hit it. Yeah, yeah. You hit it. You hit, you hit it again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, bong rip per rack. Yeah. Oh, my God. I just want to take a, a, a beat here to call out something I think we talked about in person. Uh, but I, I want to say it now and I want to I want to charge our listeners with a task. Uh Reach out to Doug Benson and ask him to put Jamel on one of his many weed-centric shows. Uh, Jamel is the Black Doug Benson. He is, I mean, look. He is, you just uh, call him the Black Dog Benson? The Black Doug Benson. Yeah, you could call me Dog Benson. <laughs> dog, yeah, he's Dog You're Benson. You're Dog Benson. I'm, the black, got... I'm actually the Black George Benson. <laughs> <laughs> George Benson was never black. Yeah. Why, why is Jamel not on getting Doug with High or Doug loves movies? I'm not uh, a draw, guys. I don't got the Jewish. Have you heard some of the people <laughs> that he has on there? I know. That's why I was being sarcastic. <laughs> Doug Benson, get Jamel on your show. Get him on there. Jamel can go toe to toe with you, marijuana wise and wits wise, uh, while high. It's true. I do yeah. operate. And that's a specific skill. Not everybody has that skill. I am a functioning weed addict. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. So, uh, yeah, listeners, fucking at Doug Benson, tell them to put Jamel on. Okay. And get the Boats Fuck Lakes hashtag. Guys, yeah. hashtag Boats Fuck Lakes, all right? No. Today, Lakes fucked Boats, that's for sure. We could yeah. do it. Tell us who you okay. think's going to win. Yeah. Either hashtag Lakes Fuck Boats or Boats Fuck Lakes. They both could fuck each other. James, for context, we've been trying to get a, uh, a, a, a 
hashtag for the Clippers Lakers, Lakers, Lakers rivalry. Series. Okay, that, yeah. That boats fuck lakes because boats kind of do fuck lakes. Yeah, they no, are absolutely. penetrating a lake. Yeah. Clippers are a Maybe boat. A wake. The Lakers are a lake. So, in a way, <laughs> boats fuck lakes. I'm trying to emasculate Lakers fans <laughs> by saying that boats fuck their team. Oh, and as a Blazer fan, I'm always down for that. Cool. I mean, this year is a little bit less so because of circumstances. Sure. Yeah. But, uh, and today, lakes fucked boats. The, yeah. In the game, because no one got behind our hashtag. Yeah, that's right. Oh, no, yeah. and it was vintage. We did have some vintage LeBron today. It was. Well, let's talk. But looking at the second. basketball three is becoming one of the most unstoppable signature shots. I mean, how do you not know it's coming now? When when LeBron starts doing the look at the ball thing, it's like he hypnotizes him like a python. I think yeah. defenders don't know what to do, and then he just takes that step back, and it's like, like you know it's coming. I think yeah. the answer today it was shown today because every time he did that hesitation the ball was getting passed to avery bradley who was hitting an open three-pointer oh, okay. so i feel like it was really He's got a counter yeah like they were you know finding lou williams and that steph curry screen and uh also some vintage paul george today having a huge first half and not showing the fuck up at all in the second half i yep. mean like the lakers some classic really PG. defense man they really did it was a fucking amazing game back-to-back wins against the bucks and the clippers um battle the of the morris boys too yeah, Lakers Morris and Clippers Morris. No longer any other names for them. <laughs> yeah, and they, should, they once again they should not be in Los Angeles. Yeah, it's like I don't putting, like that they're it, together. It, it's like connecting the, the car the car battery clamp to the wrong side, which I've something's going to go. And wrong. You know what happens? Your cables set they explode. On fire. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, no, it's not good. I don't think either team today had them guard each other for everyone else's safety on the floor. Just would have turned into like a Looney Tunes style like scrum fight. That's what the crowd wants to see, though. I which guess that's true. If it's a Clippers home game, we want to see a fight. I don't think they would ever <laughs> fight each other. I think they would. The, the real danger is them just like hugging and kissing each other. <laughs> well, no, what happens? <laughs> they love each other so much. They split contracts. They live together. Cut a water with they, my brother. Yeah. Did they have like an apartment on Huntington Beach or something together? Were they? Uh, I think the plan was. Uh, Markeith said that if he signed with uh, the Lakers, that he would live with Marcus. So I don't know. I don't know. If there's been a follow up. But I want to see that HGTV show of them rehabbing houses together to live in. Oh, the Property Morris Brothers? Yeah, exactly. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh that. that'd be good. Property yeah. Morris Brothers. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Lake Show. Lake's fucked boats today. I mean, I still got them winning it all. I mean, we, I'm excited about I'm, this. I'm, I'm sticking behind it. The Lakers or the Clippers? Lakers. I think the pressure is going to become too much. The Kobe stuff's going to reap up in the playoffs and we're going to see so much the questions every day of to LeBron the guys like you got to do it for Kobe right and then it's going to be too much and like the after the Blazer game they they don't respond well to that kind of stuff they're no. doing better now I think the narrative though really is around depth and today <laughs> the Lakers just had I mean you had you throw Dion in there for a couple minutes Dion just taking like the fucking Alex Caruso minutes yeah which they don't even need they, it, they're, they're deeper they now in a way that, that I didn't feel like they were maybe even like a month or two ago. Yeah, the, the Bucks win was impressive because I was thinking, oh, the Bucks are going to give them some more trouble, and they did, they really did. Well, so. you know, if if Giannis isn't hitting threes, he can be easy to guard. I will say, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know me, not I mean, I'm not not a Alex Crusoe fan, but I think, you know, it's funny how overvalued he is. You're anti-white. Guards. No, we've talked about this. I listed a bunch of white guards that I like. I yeah. just don't like TJ McConnell or, or Matthew Vadova. Del Vadova's dirty. Oh, well, I don't not like him. I love that him. That sounds like some racial right there. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's Ozzy Bowl. 
fine. Mm-hmm. I'm racist against white people. I'm yep. I'm actually comfortable with that. <laughs> there you go. That's how we yeah, want it. It's fine. Right yeah, man. but me too. I, here's, here's my qualified <laughs> praise for Alex Caruso. He he was switched on to Giannis more than a few times to defend and fucking well. shut down Giannis in a few possessions. Boxed him out really well in a few possessions. Like he really hustled. Very like garage sale Kyle Kuzma, but does the same thing where it's just like come in and like play like your hair is on fire. And Caruso, it actually looks like his hair was on fire at a certain point. So yeah. it Speaking fits really which, the yeah. vibe. Kuz got rid of the weird blonde to yeah. sort yeah. of playing green. better. He was eight points, ten rebounds. Regular he hair. Better. He did play better. Instantly better without the blonde. Yeah. Terrible decision. Terrible basketball decision. LA will do that the to you, man. Hair, yeah. <laughs> Why did he do it? Uh, some girl told him to. Yeah, I Kylie. think that's got to be it. Is he, he like saw an advertisement somebody... on like a, for like a Jenner yeah, product? You look so hot, like Kuzma. That. You would look so. Oh my oh god! god. You so he got roasted real? for it, girl and he had real? to double down. There's no other yeah. choice for him other than to just commit to it at that point, right? Yeah, he never had sex once with that hair like that. Yeah, that's what? a stat that people don't know. And He's got a re right now. Yeah, yeah. earbuds first. Yeah, and the downstairs was dyed the same color. Absolutely, all body. Yeah, highlighter. Highlighter color pubes for for Coos. If your job Coos. told you, Peter, if <laughs> if your job was like, look, we'll give you we'll give you hella stock options, but you gotta dye your pubes blonde. Yeah, sure. I don't. Why Yeah. Okay. I, you wouldn't need stock options. Like, what do you? I mean, are you someone? Are you paying me for it? Like, I would yeah. do it for like a free meal. Yeah. Outback. <laughs> <laughs> like stock what? options. Stock options. Yeah. Stock options. Like, I don't know. Do you want to go to like In and Out a couple times? Like, that's fine. <laughs> I'm gonna need at least three In and Outs. <laughs> With she said. Yeah. Oh, oh come on. All right. Also, Is the Joker's pubes green. Oh my god. Definitely. All right, Kenny Atkinson got fired. <laughs> um, uh, Kenny Atkinson was Lucky forced Phoenix, out by... Matter, let us know if your pubes <laughs> are green. Oh, yeah, I didn't know Kenny Atkinson was going to get fired. The The Nets are going to make the playoffs. I know they're not yep. good, but yep. they basically have the seven seed sewed up. It is kind of hard to not imagine Kyrie Irving being completely impartial on Kenny Atkinson getting fired, even Speaking though Joker, he has to, he has Kyrie a reputation. Joker of the NBA. He has a Certainly. reputation to uphold. He has, he's got to be a coach killer. He's got to be, you know, cause turmoil. That's kind of his role, he's which chaos. I don't understand. And for he's playing, a magician. and for playing nine and a half games this year, it is very impressive that he's been able to do it from afar, even while now getting sh- sh- shoulder surgery. Is that correct? Fake. It's fake. Yeah, fake. <laughs> and he looked incredibly good. All the games he played, he was like killing. Totally fine. Yeah, that was the weird. That's the weird part. He just doesn't want to play without his friend Kevin. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think uh, Kyrie Irving. The wildest thing about this is that he's sown discord and uh, chaos on every team he's been on. But the one that has kept him the most under control and utilized him the best was the Cleveland Cavaliers. Was the LeBrons (laughs) the most like Mm -hmm. was the LeBrons franchise? In the NBA, probably other than the Kings, you have to say it was and LeBron, coached by Ty Ty Lue, Tyler Lue, who Kyrie uh, recently said is his preference to replace Kenny Atkinson. Like, sure, dude, I guess. Yeah, I mean, he's already he's in the Lakers bench right now. Can he do that midseason and just like no, no? It, and so Kyrie's not going to get in trouble for tampering. Yeah, that feels like tampering, uh, right? Can you? Ta- is it count? Does it count as tampering if it's a coach? If Magic Johnson can't say he likes how Luka Doncic does anything, then why is it okay for Kyrie to say that about Ty Lue? Because it's a coach, not a player. I don't know. 
I don't know either. I don't make the rules. <laughs> should we make the rules, rules right now? Yeah, the rules, the rules should be every tamper everywhere. Yeah, I yeah, think tamper it be, up. Yeah, big tamp. Get your tamp on. Happy That's International <laughs> Women's Day. <laughs> we're back. Gavolti. I mean, do coaches matter? I how come there's only five good coaches, and every player's like, I only want to play for one of these dudes. I was actually listening to uh, the Low Post. Um, I do actually as you do real uh, basketball analysts and, mm-hmm. and uh, analysis. And Kevin Arnovitz, the great Kevin, uh, was on, and he was talking about something that I never thought of. We have so many like analytics and deep like statistical driven like theories on mm-hmm. what makes a good team and everything blah 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 the one thing we don't have any stats on is like whether or not a coach matters right. like what like does it does hiring this coach get you plus wins negative wins like i feel like we need to the next like wave of analytics needs to focus on coaches well it's not because there is, it's beyond numbers because there's it's no culture there's also no like constant like you don't have like that X that's going to be like I mean you can say I mean, you can David t- Blatt is not as good as Ty Lue. You can right? take it, like or, look at the stat like just take the numbers take the take Popovich, and then don't look about wins loss take wins losses but then also multiply it by the ten million dollars a year he spends on food and drink and wine and part and like just dinner parties for his players right. and the tips he gives out and the culture that that just like makes it so it's like okay that's like the godfather like the pat riley culture too it's like having one guy who's like holding everybody responsible and then every it all kind of trickles down from there and everybody's just like okay let's get on our game because we want to you know we don't want the godfather to be mad at us it is the one thing that can truly never really be quantified by analytics because that's the thing we don't see like you're not allowed in a coach's huddle they'll never have cameras at like what happens before and after practice the coaches' meetings, mm-hmm. like everything that the coach has a hand we can, on, we, is we, like we can not say from analytics that John Bayline was right. bad. We can I mean, say that, dog, because right? one thing, call the one thing a, came call up. Everyone a thug. That's, that's I feel not good. Like yeah. We can quantify if you if you try hard enough, everything can be quantified in numbers, right? If anything, uh, if five thirty eight has taught us anything, it's that is that like you can figure out the economics of any issue. So like there should be someone studying how often Greg Popovich opens like a bottle of Pinot with a specific player and yeah. like and, yeah and how much he them. tips to the waiter which yeah. makes all the other people around the table want to be better people right and want, to, <laughs> want to inspire and, and lead in their own ways you can't yeah that that would be amazing it would take like a scribe like like a, like back in the day when they had like the kingdom had the like their scribe who would be like i'm recording everything yeah. we need that level of like david halberstam access to like a player an embedded referee an embedded referee an embedded reporter at every team would be so on every great. team following every coach at all times of the day monitoring all their financial and social it. interactions <laughs> sounds it. good yeah that's some next level nba shit right there yeah it's a minority report shit we're all too dumb to do it so if you studied econ in college let us know we, we've got an idea for you did we'll he see. get fired did kenny get fired because of the slick back hair i think the hair played a role i think when you are claim to be a coach that's for a young and up and coming team no matter what the fuck you're doing, unless you are Rick Carlisle or Eric Spolstra, right? Or Steve Kerr, like Durant and Kyrie, those dudes are like the veterans are just not going to respect you. There's just something where yeah. 
like they're going to want someone who even if it's just from like a story or comfort purpose is totally just not going to be someone who's the same dudes. person who's ready well, to rebuild. Well, he's also Kyrie's like learning from LeBron. LeBron did the same thing. He's like I want Ty I want Ty Lu. And so Kyrie's like I'll do the same thing. I'll I'll just do what LeBron did. And he said that last year. Remember when he gave that like ill-advised the, a statement he was like i've learned from lebron so much you know to call out teammates or whatever and he ended up actually calling out his teammates while he did it yeah, yeah. but then he's also like only playing in 30 games a year and not showing up to playoff games that's yeah just like lebron bro i kind of love him lebron knows how to do it in a subtweet Kyrie tried to take it to the next level and it was too much what did LeBron... tact tact Kyrie? There what did lebron post on instagram the other day about like farts <laughs> hold on no he didn't have a fart post <laughs> Shut up. He posted, it's the like, natural precursor or after cursor to Taco Tuesday. So <laughs> farting <fair>. Wednesday. <laughs> he posted an absolute like boomer meme. Like I LeBron and I are like the same age, but I, I'm worried that he's secretly like twenty years older. He is such a dad. He he's such a Hold dad. on, wait. Did LeBron vote for Biden? <laughs> probably. <laughs> no, I think he he's he probably he probably I think he's Budajay, I think he went Budajay and then <laughs> is now switched to Bernie. Fair. Um, he posted a meme, a text meme, showing it off. Okay. Love is like a fart. If you have to force it, it's probably shit. <laughs> Words the wise. Hey, hey. You know he had a do rag on when he did it. Yeah, he definitely <laughs> did, and a blunt in his face. Yeah. <laughs> but then his neck, his very next post was a TikTok video that his daughter made. Well, that's just getting money, dude. That's yeah, just he knows what's up. He's just, that's just like checks. completely. He's just the dance the scale, they did, though. the James Gang dance they did together. That TikTok was pretty cute. Yeah, she's you're so cute. What a, what a <laughs> I really, I do. Like, she hit that dab or hit the whoa at the end so hard. I also yeah, really love what LeBron said about Visa V Corona when he was. They were like, uh, "So LeBron, uh, people are going to be in the no no crowds for the playoffs," and he's like, "Fuck that, no, I'm not playing." I'm like, I love Dude, it. I would love it if the Wizards had to play in an empty stadium. We might actually be able to finish a game. <laughs> we can never close out a game, and I think it's because people are watching. The Wizards yeah. just ask everyone to leave at the end of the third quarter. And yeah. Just we like, would All right, fucking, everyone file out, please. No, we would have like 30 wins right now <laughs> if no one was looking at us. John and Bradley would, would just prefer it. It would just be... Come just leave. Uh, just get out Start of here. Start like filing out there. after the end of the third quarter. I'll just all watch it from the, the like the balcony in the back. You give the them a gift section. of leaving, and they'll give you a victory. Yeah. It's a trade, yeah. which I think we'd all take. People are going to start wearing shirts that look like the chairs. Like in a fucking Wes Anderson movie when they're like painted like the, the wallpaper. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Brad for saying he never wants to leave. Hang up his jersey right now. Also, double shout out to him and his fiance Kamaya. Uh, Adams for doing a cute TikTok as well. Oh, what was their TikTok? I didn't see. I it. don't know the name of the challenge, but it's like this like dance hall. They're kind of doing this like like uh, dance hall meets house party dance routine. Like a reggaeton kid and play. Yeah, it's like a reggaeton kid and play. No, oh, and the, the footwork cute. is very good. I'll check it out. He also has a do rag on. Why did the <laughs> Drake flip the switch thing come back from like 2017? I mean, because Drake's probably about to come out with a song. Mm-hmm. Lastly, guys, I might be LeBron's age, but I'm on TikTok. What's baby. your TikTok strategy? Is it just you taking a shit? <laughs> That's yeah. good. Hope yeah. it's you dancing. <laughs> it's flip flop. <laughs> <laughs> you dance. I got a video of you dancing. I might put on TikTok. It's pretty good. Go it's it, you yeah. dancing and giving me the finger. But it's also me dancing to 
Oh, is Heartbreaker. The, the Staples? Oh, that's no, it's you the dancing to Heartbreaker at yeah. the house party. Yeah. All right. Yeah, sure. Okay. But I remember Remember how fun it was uh, hearing curse words? going to suck my dick at Yo, the Staples Center. Yo, oh, my God. They played <laughs> the uncensored, uncensored OT Genesis. <laughs> this dude is a noted crip. Wow. His biggest video online is him doing a crip rock at a fucking sitco. Oh, so I, in the pre, in the pre, yeah, uh, like the before, warm up, yeah, like it was just like in the, no, in it was the, just in was, the arena. There's a bar, the the impact bar, I think is what it's I called. I think it's called that, yeah. And it's also an entrance to the stadium. It's also they play a gambling un- spot. They have yeah. like gambling machines. I don't know what Staples Center's is up to, but uh, <laughs> it's pretty. This impact bar is crazy. You uncensored can bet on rap. Wow. Yeah, uncensored rap and, and booze and a fully fucking full fledged bar. It's not like. Yeah, this is a number spot. Beer and limited cocktails. It's like you could get fucking absinthe there. That wanted. sounds amazing. Yeah. I was just I was just at the Staples a couple weeks ago seeing Zion when the when the Pelicans came, and I walked in my in the row and I looked up and all of a sudden I was like, oh shit! It was Lamelo Ball, nice. and I was like, oh, uh, I don't know, I did not play that cool, but he turned out to be right in my row, so I was like, get on the squeeze and pat. He was like all red jumpsuit with the with like Australian bought diamonds. Now he's got his Australian money. Those are real blood diamonds. <laughs> That's what those are. But those it was are much fun. closer to Africa. It was really fun to look and watch him watch his brother play. And like he laughed real hard when uh when he got blocked when Caruso uh blocked him out. Oh, yeah. Blocked Lonzo. Fantastic. Left real hard, his brother. And then I dabbed him up. I was like, congrats. Good luck in the number one one pick. And he's like, thanks, man. I mean, and to me, it was a sign that the book is blessed. You know, it was just a couple weeks ago before this book gets launched. Dapped up the number one pick, perspective. Top three, at least, right? He's tall. He's tall. He's like six, seven. He's taller than Lonzo. Tying it back to your book. You're a promo king. That's big time. (laughs) We love a big point guard. Who the Wizards? <laughs> I mean, sure, but I mean, we got John. I think we're pretty sewed up at point guard. I mean, yeah. Who would him. actually take Lamelo? That's probably the, I like that. Who would take Lamelo? Who's yeah. going to be the number one pick? Probably the Kings or the Cavs or the Warriors. Yeah. yeah, Kings don't need it, and the Kings aren't going to be last. It's Kings like the are Suns what, are further right down now? there. Yeah, I, I think, think they're like five out. games out. They might. They might fucking tank for the rest of the season. Suns could do they it. Should. Speaking of tankers, I want to talk about Draymond. Okay. Mm. Draymond Green this mm. week ejected eight minutes into a ugly Lakers loss. And then at halftime, Shaq and Charles, I believe it was Charles, who said Draymond's got another uh, triple single and basically just called him soft as fuck for not giving a shit or playing hard at all. And this week, Draymond responded by telling Charles, I have the quote here, "Uh, Barkley should stop before I go take his job because I can do that well too. He didn't make enough money playing, so he needs that job. He should stop talking to me. I have a tendency to end people, so he should just stop before I take his job. Who has he ended? End who? Yeah. Uh, he ended the Warriors championship yeah, yeah, run when he his, hit LeBron in the dick. <laughs> yeah, that's, he ended himself. I just I, I I can't believe that this jabroni gets to talk like this after coasting through this entire season and showing that he has really limited value unless he's surrounded by like two or three of the best players in the world. I have an opposite take. Well, let's hear it, Michael. Why not? If Charles Barkley is just going to fucking talk spicy and wild and stupid, why can't a player fire back at him? He totally can. 
but I think Charles is better at his job right now than Draymond's better at I Draymond's think job. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. might be funny, but like, is an awful basketball analyst. He's, oh yeah, sure. He doesn't know about the game at all. No, he doesn't he, know who plays. For he he barely watches. I but don't you don't think, think that Charles? But that's the ninety-five for him. But that's the genius. Yeah. yeah, he's. I mean, he's an entertainer. I hate to say it, but he's the Donald Trump of the NBA wow. on TNT. Oh, that feels just a fucking. That feels harsh. Like which makes you, you, Kenny Smith, Mike Pence. Kenny Smith is. Um, oh my God, I do. What's the I so regret wanting to talk about this. <laughs> What's the uh, Kelly? What Kelly and Conway? Conway? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, take wow. that. Um, but yeah, no. I'm just like Charles Barkley, just says wild, dumb, unfounded shit, and it's entertaining and fun. What's and unfounded about saying responds. Draymond's played like a pos this year? Yeah. Yeah, that's not unfounded. Yeah, the whole team that sucks. Yeah, he's been injured a lot. So why is that? He's trying to put it on him because he was the best player left for like these months and we heard you know the talk is like is draymond a hall of famer is he this is he that probably and not. when he's by himself they are ass cheeks he yeah. is making the hall of fame i don't think justly because i think you're right he is the best possible fourth best player on a team is that's there any his, way he is more entertaining than charles barkley on tnt just objectively, no, absolutely no not. way. Absolutely Maybe not. I don't know. No way. We don't know enough about. There's it. no way. And Draymond. someone, I did see someone else tweet. I forget some NBA player was like, if Chuck would have played with KD and Steph yeah. and Clay, how many championships would either the Suns or the Sixers had? It was just yeah, it's not fair. He was unbelievable. I I yeah, it's it's all hard to describe Charles Barkley to people who didn't watch him. Like growing up in the '90s, like he was just oh, yeah. a problem. You couldn't guard him. He's just Zion. He yes. was Zion. What if Zion talked more? And what if, and yeah. was like two inches shorter and, and had a bigger butt. A bit. Yeah. 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 Um yeah. That's a good comp, actually. Yeah. No, but sure. to Charles Charles Barkley doesn't know or care to learn about the current iteration of how basketball works. He thinks what I did was the best and everyone else is worse than Jump me. shots don't win championships was his whole thing for a long time and the Warriors uh fucking <laughs> disproved that. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm just like Charles is he's entertaining, he's dumb. <laughs> and So are you saying he's off on Draymond or he should just shut up because he's dumb? I'm saying he's kinda off on Draymond. I don't think Draymond is soft at all. No, but he basically says he's, he hasn't given a shit this year, which is pretty fucking accurate. But that seems like that's come top down from the whole Warriors organization. I mean, uh, but yeah, then just Bob shut Myers him down with an injury. Nobody's nobody's playing. They, I mean, Draymond's kind of been shut down without injury. I think he's played as little as he has just to avoid any kind of fine from the league. Right. For, uh, and in the Warriors, just got like an audition. <laughs> technical team. fouls, like like they just only let him play fifty games, <laughs> no, so he hopefully doesn't get suspended for tax. The load management fines. Oh like God. I feel like. They play him when they have to to avoid any kind of, but they're just saving him for next year, and that's Bob Myers's fucking decree, I think. I don't know. I'm I I I do I think Draymond was stupid and being like he doesn't have any rings, he can't talk. That's the dumbest argument, also. And it was also we we heard every week on Inside the NBA from Shaq, yeah, and and Kenny both say no rings, no rings, no rings all the time to him. It's yeah. like. I think they both look like idiots find a new here, slant, but I'm like bro. With Draymond a little more. What's that? I said find a new slant, bro. Yeah. Who? Draymond. Yeah. Yeah. Draymond Green, hit us up. We want to. We want to uh, coach you on new slants. Yeah, slant a fucking jump shot, boy. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck.
Uh, is there anything else we want to talk about, guys, before we wrap it up here? No, I feel good about basketball's popping off right now, though. Basketball's the best. Basketball rules. Uh, That's true. My book <laughs> is available. Work it. What's the best way to do it? Not on Amazon. If you want, if, oh, if you're in Portland, Oregon, uh, next this Saturday, the 14th. Yep. I am going to be at the Rose City Book Pub. Which is um, on Fremont Street, Northeast Portland. Sounds incredibly Portland. It's very Portland. Come have a beer, come buy a book, hey, or have 10 beers and buy 10 books. Love it. Love Uber it. home if you do that. Uh, and yeah, I'll be there. I'll be doing a reading, I'll be uh, signing autographs. It's gonna be a great time. Um, there will be some tie dye. Wear tie dye, you know. In honor of Bill. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> RIP my mentions uh, and uh, yeah thanks for supporting you know I really appreciate if you guys if you love the things that I love mainly uh, marijuana basketball uh, hallucinogenics and rebounding maybe we do a, okay. a, a Patreon book club sure for this yeah why not yeah discuss okay. the book get together talk about it I love it and then if you have any ideas write one write a book about an NBA player solve mysteries absolutely would love to uh, start this to be a movement, join love, the movement. I love this open source Bill Walton universe. You're, you're, you're hey, can you do, for. can you do one more Bill Walton? Uh, uh, it's Jada Kiss. Uh, do Bill Walton being excited about Jada Kiss's new album that just came out? Jada Kiss, finally, we've missed you so long. Where have you been? We gonna make it? Yes, fuck <laughs> the real shit, please. We've always been waiting for you. New York stand up. Let's go Philadelphia one time. East Coast. <laughs> Uh, I think this is something I discovered on uh, on Cameo recently. Uh, co co member of the Locks, Sheik Lush. Uh, I think he's a bus driver now. No, he's what? I swear <laughs> to fucking Lush God, is driving go to Cameo.com. Look for Sheik, Sheik and his his profile picture on Cameo is him in a bus driver's uniform, crouching in front of a bus. Shouts out to my guy. That's crazy because. Uh... Me and the homies back in Woodbridge used to do something called Chic Week. It was just a week where we would just only listen to the locks. <laughs> it's like the same. We would do Seven the same years. thing. We would just smoke weed all day as, as we would before, but now we were only <laughs> listening to the locks, and we called it Chic Week, and, and it like, and it ran. We need money, power, and respect. <laughs> exactly. It was like fuck Shark Week. Yeah. <laughs> Chic Week. That's amazing. Awesome. Go get uh, book two of the Bill Walton mystery. What's uh, it's Fire in the Mountain? Fire on the Mountain, Fire book on one, the... Friend of the Devil. My name is James Kirkland. Gentlemen, thank you so much for Thanks having for me joining us, man. Hell yeah. Pleasure Fantastic. and a privilege. Um, at airbudspod.com. Patreon.com slash airbudspod if you want to support the buds. Uh, That's it. Boats, fuck lakes. Bye. Boat. Peace. Oh, trivia night. April uh, 1st. Oh, also, we're at trivia night. April trivia 1st. Trivia night. Club TG. Happy hour. No one's listening anymore. Trivia! <laughs> <laughs> See ya.